0: Hey, you guys. This is our promo before our main show. I wanted to make you aware that we have an amazing YouTube channel, uh, which features some of the great behind the scenes footage from our main podcast, as well as some amazing other new content as well that we've got coming up as well with some of our speakers, some of our amazing, I suppose, influencers and, and also sports personalities and Olympic athletes from around the world. It's great because you can sit down with a pen and paper If you're extremely busy, you can make some golden nuggets just from a video. And and you know what? It's great to connect with someone and see someone face-to-face by watching the YouTube channel. So listen, guys, go to youtube.com forward slash Adam Strong. Make sure you subscribe to that YouTube. In fact, do me a favor. Pause this audio right now. Go straight to the YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to us and we'll see you there. Take care. Bye.
1: This is the Game Changers Experience. Welcome back to another episode of Voice for Good. I'm Elliot Kay. I'm your host. And may I say that now I can officially say, and you might have heard me say this already, I am a two-time best-selling author. That's right. My book, Speak, Influence, Sell, went straight to Amazon bestseller. And now I can say I have a, a two-time bestselling author. Whoop, 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 whoop. And as always, this, this episode is hosting a legend in his own right and if you want to know more about Adam who's with us Adam Strong read the bio because I say that every episode read the bio because I want to get straight to nitty-gritty and this season as you know is all about the talk that made you and Adam I know has got a lot of experience speaking. He's spoken internationally. He's got a lot of hours. He's a former peak performer in terms of running and things like that. But again, read the bio if you want to find out more about that. Adam, first of all, welcome to the show. Awesome. Great to be here, Elliot. And uh what I want to ask you, first of all, is what was the talk that made you?
0: Yeah, good question. Well, I think the talk that really kind of made me, and it's interesting because we're talking about speaking, right? I remember my very first speech earlier and my very first speech was actually a corporate gig oh, yeah. in a, at a law firm in London. Oh yes. Go on. And uh, it's, this was one of these, I suppose, lunch and learn events. <laughs> right. And Lawyers I was
1: are always good stories. Yeah, they
0: are always good stories. Right. <laughs> so, so, so the firm, like I, I built up a relationship with the, um, I think it was like the HR manager and she loved some of the things that I was doing I think she found my book or I sent her a copy of my book and she loved some of the um, techniques in, in the book. She was like, Hey, so I'd love for you to come in and talk about, you know, this methodology and and this. I was like, okay, no worries. We we can do that. So I said, you know, how long we got 60 minutes all good. (laughs) And this was probably right at the very beginning of like, I suppose, my speaking engagement journey more than anything else. Yeah. And I remember turning up. Right. And I planned out my slides and, and that kind of like for me, I'm not one of these speakers that is kind of deaf by PowerPoint. I like to try and get some sort of interactivity. Do you know what I mean, Elliot? Yeah. You but mean you not- like to
1: engage your audience? That's crazy talk.
0: <laughs> what's that all about what's that what do you mean engage the, audience? engage the audience but you know i found it particularly challenging because you know maybe some of your listeners are or you know of um people that are in uh, that are lawyers or solicitors and they're they're consistently thinking about when do i go back to my desk to earn money because they're trying time for pounds. So I felt this kind of, and and it was really weird. So I started doing my speech and whatever it is and sharing my story. And you know, when you have this, when you have a connection with someone, you really feel it. Well, this audience probably was quite the opposite. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No connection. No connection whatsoever. And I was (laughs) like, did I do something wrong here? I was like sharing my story. I talked to them about, and and, and literally, and I just, and I kind of, uh, at at the end of it, I felt good about it and, and that kind of stuff. And then, and then uh, the HR manager gone back to me, she's like, Hey, so we've had the feedback and it wasn't what we've Thought it was going to be, and I was like, okay, but that's what we discussed, type of thing. But anyway, so can't. Long story short, you know. So we're you know, not
1: paying you, and you can't sue us because we're
0: <laughs> basically in a nutshell. But they'd already, they'd already paid me anyway. whatever. Oh, that's it, okay. But, uh, so that was kind of cool. But um, it was just like a really strange feeling, you know, being in, being in this room of um, of, of lawyers, and there must have been around, I probably reckon about thirty or forty. But you could really see that they really didn't want to be there. And uh, number one, but no. Number two, they didn't want to show vulnerability. And uh, I really found that kind of uh, very alien. Obviously, yes, we were strangers. Uh, I was strangers to the audience, but I found it really alien and, and things like that. So it was a really uncomfortable first speaking of engagement more than anything else. But, you know, moving on from that, you know, many, many years down the line, obviously, Elliot, you were part of it. We did the um, the Game Changers Summit, which launched April, May of this year 2020 yeah that's Um, right yeah and i think for me yeah and i think for me you know that was the one talk or seminar or or summit should we say that really i suppose was well remembered for the right yes, reasons it, in you know it, in my eyes because it, it really hit a number of different things number one it really number one it served a purpose i think that if you are going into public speaking is that you've got to think to yourself okay well what is my what is my message so that's what the first thing i did is i created a message right i created the message of you know let Let's work together and let's uh, lean in, learn some new skills while we can. And essentially let's try to grow our businesses. So that was kind of my message, you know? Mm -hmm. And And so I had to create the vision and I had to create the message first of all. And then we did, and then off the back of that, I started studying, it's a bit like doing, like, I remember I still do these, you know, study TED Talks, you know, study yeah. TED Talks. With, and these are the types of advice that you give to some of your students. St- study um, the different speakers and how they interact with uh, things and stuff like that. And with, and with summits, digital summits in particular, there were some summits. Uh, I, I would say the majority of the summits that I actually came across were not very well executed. Mm-hmm. They weren't very systemized. And number three, it was always about the organizer. Right. You know, it came from a place of ego rather than purpose. You know, and and that wasn't me. That's those are, you know, you know me, Elliot. That's not my values. My values is all around coming from a place of purpose. So it's it's purpose-driven values, is what I'm about. So I kind of dwelled up with this idea. I studied some of the summits that were working well and some some that weren't, and you know. When we went down into, uh, when we all went down into the kind of lockdown type of thing, which was back in the middle of March in the UK, but different different countries, depending on when you listen to this, where you listen to it, it, will depend. But I started the initial stages of the summit back in the beginning of March. Because I could already foresee, you know, what was going to happen off the back of this. Do you know what I'm saying? So then from there, it took seven weeks for it to launch. So that was yes, from, for a while. so it was, it was, it was, it was, it was like we went at the speed of lightning, by the way, <laughs> when the speed of lightning, which was fantastic, collaborated with some big influencers, as you know, with Jack Canfield, Dr. John D. Martini, Sharon Lecter, all of the big influencers collaborated with those guys and they all come from a place of value. And that's what I love about them. I think for me is it wasn't just a combination of one particular, I suppose, speech or seminar. This was, I suppose, this was valued to a whole new level. Yeah. Number one, it got me uncomfortable because I've never done a virtual summit ever in my entire life, by the way. It was the very first time I'd planned it out and whatever it is. And the amount of sheer hard work that went into that summit was just insane. I had six full-time yeah. staff on that. And um, <laughs> yeah. and the beauty about it is that... so you know, it was 30 days in fact, maybe I think maybe thirty-one or thirty-two is just continuous content with some of the world's leading industry authorities. So I think for me, of course,
1: I was on there. So yeah, and
0: you were on there, of course, and you were <laughs> you were, you were one of the highlights, of course, That's, of course. And yes, um, feel... yeah, don't worry about any of <laughs> those <time>. guys. <laughs> Elliot, it was always a it was all about Elliot. always about me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but for me, I, you know, I really um, really really enjoyed that, and I think off the back of that, there were things that really opened up. For for me. And I, and I think it, if it wasn't for the summit, I think if it wasn't for the speeches and the value that we came from and the message, I don't think it would, I don't, I, I'm a strong believer that I don't think that those opportunities would have come about as much as they are right now. I yeah. don't believe that. I don't think that the impact of the summit would have been as successful if we, if we'd have been in it, cause we were all, most of us were in kind of a lockdown phase. Um, that's the reason why I think that because a lot of people were work, working from home, I think that had a also an advantage as well uh, yeah more you know and 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 I think that the other thing as well, especially with from my perspective is that it bought this brand awareness you know and, and off the back of that Elliot we've got you know the game changer summit and then it came off the game changers experience we've and we've we've created that theme of game changers right so mm-hmm. and people love that name by the way I get so many great comments from some of our uh, influencers, and they're like, Hey, I love your concept of game changers, Right. I just yeah. love the name. So, so, you know, brand awareness, it created this massive brand awareness. It kind of put us on the roadmap in the entrepreneurial world more than anything else. Yep. But then, but then I've just kind of lost count how many podcast interviews that I've done. I've lost count how many opportunities and collaborations that people have offered out to. So, you know, I'm a big believer that the more that you serve the universe as such, the more that you will get back in return. Yeah. Because I think that, and, and I kind of mentioned this actually on a, I think it was a podcast or, now, in fact, it was, it was a podcast I did on my own podcast, actually, where I said, the more that you serve humanity, the more that you will get back in return.
1: That's a, that's that, I can tell you've interviewed John, John Demartini, because that's a very John Demartini thing to say. But absolutely, and it's very true, like the more you're of service, the more it comes back at you. I think the challenge with that kind of statement for a lot of people listening, they end up with the when. When's it going to come back? You know, I'm always giving, I'm always giving... And I think that's part of, of the, the challenge is, is remaining consistent and remaining truthful and, and pursuing a path without a timeline or a deadline that by this point I should be here. And I think that's something to remember about a lot of the listeners is, mm-hmm. is true because I think I found myself at various points in my life going, well, for how long more? Like, come on, I've done, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a good guy. I've done this. I've helped this. I've, done, you know, I've, I've helped thousands of entrepreneurs. When When's it going to come? Mm. But I think that's uh, part of the moment you go. Actually, that's the moment to go. You just keep doing. Mm.
0: And, and but I think that there's a there's a couple of things I that I'll challenge you on that actually. And number one is, and I, and I mentioned this actually um, last week was if you have expectations you'll become disappointed.
1: Absolutely. I agree. You know, so
0: that's the, so that's the first thing. So, and I think that's really, really important because otherwise you start to also create a pressure on yourself and you start to put pressure on yourself and and then, and then then it becomes stressful. And then you come from place of ego rather than place of service. And then the connection between you and the person that you're speaking to or potential client or whatever it is, they're going to feel that disconnection, you know, and it's, and it's, it's, it's really strange Elliot because it's all about understanding someone's energy levels you know i always go with go with my gut instinct if i if it feels good then i go with the flow because most people most people think with their head or they think with their heart but you need to think think with your gut instinct and so when you and when someone has that gut instinct and it doesn't feel right they won't go with it it's as simple as that and then you start to again question your integrity am I a good person you know and i've been down that road Elliot. i i know exactly where you don't know an entrepreneur that isn't doesn't (laughs) that's that that's that's emotion for you we're only human beings so i think that from my perspective you know that that's where it needs to kind of stay with really so not to have expectations that's the first thing and the second thing that i was going to say to you actually was um i lost it now damn it we'll come that's back it. to it we'll come back to it so Still good <laughs> well, so you know you've kind of what you've
1: given us is two different contrasts like your first speaking gig awful on the face kind of like ah oh. Uh, swallow me up almost without mm-hmm. realizing about swallowing up mm. you know and that is a really horrible feeling when you come off this, and, and you look up and there's zero connection and zero interest uh and you've got to keep going right <laughs> that's the other thing of course like you can't go do you know what, guys go back to your office you no know, sod you lot i'm paid sod you go back to him. and then what you're talking about now is in contrast really what why we've dedicated a season to this so for you it's it's a summit that kind of made you what it's done it's opened up opportunity it's raised your profile it's got you out there it's got your name out there and of course it now has an extension right it didn't just end at the summer it, it's got a variety of different elements to it which is great and of course what's underneath that is being of service right and i remember when you first when we first discussed the concept you're like hey how can we help people what can we do to really help people out there right now and, and you've really you know followed that through so kudos to you what do you feel that that's done for you on the inside, you know, following through seven weeks of sheer hell? Remember, I remember when you said to me, Hey, I want to do a summit. I said, well, you better get used to admin work. Do you remember that? I was like, you're going to have a lot of admin work to go through. Uh, but what do you think it's done for you as a person by creating this summit?
0: You know, it's a really good question actually. And I think for me is that I actually feel really content. If I'm honest with you, I feel like I really accomplished something really this year because I have impacted a lot of people Mm -hmm. and I'm not just talking about a smaller amount of people. I'm talking about thousands of people have been impacted through some of the work that we've, uh, that we've done. Yep. That's first. So I feel happy and content, not just from my achievements, but also I feel happy and content because I feel fulfilled that I am essentially, I suppose, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm aligning the values that I have as a person, but I'm potentially, I feel like I'm giving of service you know, to the maximum point that I can give, you know, for me, I'm a big believer is that if you are focused on a project, like for you, Elliot, when you release the book, for example, I go all in or not at all. Right. Yeah. So for me, I, I went in all in with this particular summit, right. I went all in literally everything else was canceled apart from the summit. Yeah. And, and because I literally focused and I delivered my a game off the back of that, that's where it came off. And, um, and I think it's really, really important to, uh, you know, I, I just really feel happy and content, but I've also found flow. I found right. momentum, you know, and I, and I think it's, and I, I think you really, um, uh, know this, but I, I also had a, a newborn baby as well in between That's right. having yeah. a summit Um, (laughs) which was challenging (laughs) a newborn baby as well as having a two-year-old at home Um, so um, it was extremely a a lot of hard work and a lot of people that know me personally you know they take take their heart off to me and and that kind of stuff because of you know having young kids running around you know that like that Elliot (laughs) it's extremely challenging (laughs) but um, no I, I really feel like I've found my flow I've found my momentum you know we I really see the value in content in you know for us like me and my marketing team for example we essentially take some of the things that we got from the summit some of the things that we got from the podcast that we that that we've got launched now which is the game changers experience and we basically take it into different forms of content so we are able to maximize the reach and impact more people so i really am extremely happy and content with just it just feels it just feels right do you know what i mean it feels like I'm really aligning myself to my values and my passions more than anything else. Cause I see so many people that number one are doing something because someone else told them to do so. Right. And you know, we live in a society where we're always judging ourselves against other people. And that just drives me insane because never judge a book like what's on social media. Where you don't really see what, what people know on the yeah. back end of that. You know what I mean? And, 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 and I think that people have really got to be subconscious about that. But okay. as long as you're doing your all be- as long as you're doing your best, right. you know, and never comparing yourself to others, I think that's really, really important. So, um, and, and for me, you know, being a, a formerly athlete, as you know, and that kind of stuff, me, I'm, I'm such a, a results orientated mindset conditioned person where i'm so addicted to helping people because one of my big values is always helping people and now some people might say well hang on a minute adam you know everyone says they like to help people but there's helping people and then there's genuinely and authentically helping people on a on a different level it's completely different so yeah and i and i really do feel really feel like i'm in a good place so it's helped you be
1: content and you really feel like you're serving and you're generally helping people. And of course, having been a part of that, Summit. I, I've seen the impact. I've seen the growth. Not you and just also externally and the community it's created as well, and the connections it's created and the friendships it's created as well. All you need now is is a romantic relationship to come out of it. And you've kind of done it all, really. <laughs> when it comes down to the game change, maybe you can do game changer dating. I don't know. That that could be another thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not going to be me. I tell you that. Sure. <laughs> no, i know
1: no, But you know. Um, so you you've covered a lot. So for people like. Out there right now, who who kind of like might be struggling or to get their voice heard, to to get themselves out there, to to be seen, to be heard, which is what we talk about a lot on this mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. What would you say to people who might? Let's go with this. What would you say to people right now who have an idea, right, and they've got their gut saying, "Oh my God, it's a great idea," but they yeah. might have people going, "Not a good idea." Or they might have you know limiting belief within them. Like, what would be your your tips for those people right now.
0: My tips really is, <laughs> an, an idea is great, but without implementation means nothing. So if you look at my example for the summit, I have zero experience in running summits, right. okay? Um, I had to learn how to systemize everything to make it go on autopilot. We had to, I had to learn copy in, in a very short amount of time, You know, yeah. even though I worked with a copywriter. So there were so many things that I had to do at the end of the day. But I think one thing that I've noticed right now Elliot, and this is very, very true for a lot of people listening in right now is it's not always about the strategy. Okay. It's about the execution. It's a, it's, it's about the ex- correct. It's about the action taking off the back of that. So I, I know there's a lot of people thinking, how do I do this? How do I do What's the strategy? What, what, what is the, what is the methodology or whatever it is, but it's not about that. It's actually about going back to foundations and foundations is number 1 does it align to your values number 2 have i got the right message right number 3 have i got a connection number 4 does it serve others and number 5 you know is it what is the what is the um where does it lead to at the end of it so what you know off that say for example one of your listeners wanted to create a summit or you you know you are you're executing and you want to go and uh, get into public speaking or you're rearing up and you're getting prepared for your first summit or whatever it is. What is the preparation stages? What are you doing to prepare yourself for success and whatever it is? What so some of the things that I learned off the summit, you know, Dr. John D. Martini, we just talked about him, you know, coming from a place of values, Jack Canfield, which is all around, you know, success principles, and visualization. What are you doing to visualize yourself and setting yourself up for success? Because all of this stuff really works. It really does. I know that because I was probably like some of your listeners, the typical type of person that is kind of a bit of a know-it-all and thinks, Oh, well, well it's quicker and easier to do it You're myself. you not a know-it-all,
1: are you? I'm <laughs> not, not a know-it-all. Of course no, not.
0: Definitely not. <laughs> but, I, but there's also, some of your listeners are also perfectionists, you know, and trying to wait for the right time or the right place and the right environment, for, you know, throw all of that out the window. And... uh just do it. You know, that's kind of had that attitude of just do it, get it out there. Right. And see where it got see where it takes you. Um, I did the lessons.
1: As you and were. the lessons.
0: Exactly. Because at the end of the day, you can only learn something right by doing. Yes. Absolutely. And you can only make mistakes by doing too. And you, and you, and if you learn those mistakes, and when you go back to, and it's a gift of public speaking, you know, if you start to learn those mistakes, like I gave you the example of my first speech, you learn from those mistakes and then you think, okay, well, what is it that I, what, what are the areas of improvement that I need to make? Yeah. And right. this is how you, as a, as a person, as a human being, as an entrepreneur as a speaker, you build brand awareness of yourself yeah. and you start to evaluate yourself. And you start to think to yourself, okay, well, I know that I need to make those improvements. I, I enjoy that. And I detest that. So, what can I delegate out here, and what strengths can I can, can can I really focus on on, on my strengths? Because I always say to a lot of my students is, focus on your strengths and delegate your weaknesses.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, I've always wondered. You know, I really don't like sneezing, so I wonder if I can delegate that. <laughs> have you, have that can take on my sneezing? I just think it's such a waste of time, right? But yes. <laughs> That's what you're talking about, right? I think it's more like tasks and things like
0: that. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely,
1: (laughs) 100%. No, and it makes a lot of sense, right? And I think a lot of people do get caught up more in the kind of like, oh, I must do this stuff versus the stuff that really gives them joy. Mm. And then, of course, they have the excuse of, well, I can't afford to hire someone. And then, you know, the the fact is, you'll either spend time or money. And if you're spending the money in the right way, then you're going to get the time back to make more money. But if you're spending the time, then you can't get that back.
0: It's interesting, it's interesting you mentioned the word excuses because I think, I, I think I've probably used so many excuses in the world. And that, that's the thing is that I could say I've got no time, I've got no money, I can't afford to do this. I can't, but actually, in reality, if it was that important to you, number one, number two, is that nothing is impossible unless you can work it out. Right. Now I could use the excuse of, well, I don't know systems. I don't know this and I don't know that and whatever it is. And then I can't do it. Right. But then, but then it, it's a bit like if you come across a big brick wall or a hurdle, you know, you're just going to give up and you're not going to find different ways in which you can maneuver and, 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 try to find a different way. There's always a way because it, it's the same thing. If you, uh, you know, if you you know, for anyone that's got children, for example, and they need to have had a heart operation and the surgeon turn around and say, well, it's going to cost you a million quid, right? You're going to turn around to the surgeon and say, oh, by the way, I can't afford it. No, you're not. It's exactly the same concept. It's just in a different scenario.
1: Yeah, it's It's the urgency. It's the desire. It's the passion.
0: One hundred percent. Exactly. And I know it's a bit of an extreme example, but it's, you know, it's, it's how you, is how you essentially come across it from a different perspective Do you know what i mean yeah absolutely so in, nothing's impossible nothing's impossible it's all about the belief that you have as a person and you know and it's a mindset more than anything else
1: yeah absolutely which is which is your specialty right mm,
0: that's absolutely. what you specialize in
1: so brilliant so some really great tips and some fantastic insights there today in this podcast i think we've it's interesting because we've gone into many different directions, but it's, it's the same topic. And it's like, it's really been about how to better yourself and how mm. to go after something you really, really want, how to eliminate excuses, how to be purpose-driven and how to just simply get stuff done. Like just get it done and then figure out later. Mm. It's that whole say yes first and then figure out the how, <laughs> how I'm going to do it. And also just adding to that, one of the most powerful things I learned is it's not about the how, it's about the who. Uh, you know, and then if you can figure out who can help you get it done, then you can figure out the how to get it done uh, as well. So that's something to remember by. So if people want to connect with you, Adam, if people want to find out more, what do they do? Where do they go? Do they go to Amarillo? Like, well, come on, what's, what's the way here? What's the way?
0: If you, if you guys want to connect with me, i will be happy to do so. Uh, You can go to my website, adamstrong.net or alternatively, you you're very welcome to come and listen to the game changers experience as well, which is available on all the, podcasting platforms from apple to stitcher to google whatever it might be whatever your preferred (laughs) platform is.
1: any podcast platform you will find the game changer experience absolutely that's brilliant adam thank you for being with us today thank you for sharing your experience your insight your knowledge your mindset your tips it's been brilliant i've enjoyed it and as i'm going to end every podcast i'm always going to say this remember people be seen be heard and always use your voice for good till the next episode i'll see you all soon